the main focus is I told you fools to buy real estate <laughs> when interest rates were high. Now the joint's about to jack up, jack, drop down on you, and the prices are going to jack up on you. I digress. All right, I'll save that for the debate. Hey, welcome to Uncommon State of Mind, where we debate different ways to leverage your next investment to create time freedom, legacy impact, and generational wealth in order for you to live that uncommon life. But to do that, you must be uncommon. My name is Joey, a.k.a. Mr. J. Mays. Yo, and I'm AD, also known as AD, the Fly Realtor. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, so AD came to me. So I have this thing here. <laughs> but um, AD came to me. And he showed me this. I think I was just going through your, your IG, bro, and, you, and I saw something about the interest rates dropping or something like that. Right, right, right. So, you know, everybody's uh, best friend, Jerome Powell, uh, the chair of the Fed. Uh, there are reports that rates will be dropping, interest rates specifically will be dropping, uh, I believe they said six times throughout 2024. Four to six times, something like that. Uh Look up the report. It was very commonly spread. I don't know the exact details. That's not the main focus of our debate for today. The main focus is, I told you fools to buy real estate <laughs> when interest rates were high. Now the joint's about to jack up, jack, drop down on you, and the prices are going to jack up on you. I digress. All right, I'll save that for the debate. He coming for you you guys to buy, to buy, and everybody's like, "Oh, is it a good time to buy real estate? Is it a good time to buy real estate?" He coming for your hands. He coming for your hands. I I jumped ahead a little. I jumped ahead. But that is the preface of the debate today. So, So interest rates are considered high right now uh -huh. we are expecting them to drop at least to a moderate level yeah uh, in 2024 and perhaps beyond so the debate for today well, well before you get into the debate for today i'm just gonna go ahead and let you guys know that obviously he is he's he's he, he has a reason to be mad you know what i'm saying he's like look only y'all say I'm mad. I'm just annoyed. He's <laughs> no, right. I'm, not, I'm not mad. I'm irritated. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, here's, a, here's the thing. I'm just going to irritate him more because I think that y'all should wait till the interest rates drop even more before you buy. Buffoonery. It's <laughs> really like buffoonery, man. I'm so sick of it because let's just jump right into it. All okay. right. So the okay. debate is. Is it better to buy when interest rates are high or when interest rates are low? Mm. All right. So point number one, there's less competition if interest rates are high. Uh, that's my first point. Less competition. So what does less competition mean? If, if normally I got to fight with 50 other dudes to get this girl's attention, but because interest rates are high, I only got to fight, you know, maybe 10 to 10 to 15 other dudes to get this girl's attention where do you like your chances more where everybody's fighting for the girl's attention or where it's just you and a couple other dudes this one over here he's got no swag this one over here he can't count from one to three you know what i'm saying so your chances are looking pretty good because the competition is low and so but when interest rates drop that means everybody, not everybody, but that means a lot more people have access to capital. 
And if a lot more people have access to capital, a lot more people are going to be trying to buy property. Okay. So what say you? So using your same analogy, bro, like, okay, she's cute and there's only a couple suitors after her. You know why? Because she probably high maintenance. You know what I'm saying? She she probably high maintenance, that's and it. that's no, probably no, no. why. Wait, let me finish. Let I me think finish. you're missing the the, the analogy. The analogy <laughs> is that there's a lot of us after her when interest rates are high. Yeah, there's a fewer a, a few. I'm sorry. There's a lot of us after. I see how it could get confusing. Yeah, a lot of us are after her when interest rates are low. Okay, there's gotcha. a few amount of us after her when interest rates are high. Yeah. That's my whole point. And what I'm saying is because she's probably high maintenance. She probably wants to be bougie, taking out all the time and all that extra stuff. So this is what we're talking about. When interest rates are high, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You're buying at a higher price, meaning that your monthly your monthly uh, payment for this property is gonna be higher. She's high maintenance, dude. Like she (laughs) she trying to she trying to empty your wallets right now. Now, okay, see, I do like where you went with that, but no, see, so let's say you do get, you lock her down at the high interest rates, you feel me? You lock her down, and then you figure out a way to stabilize this situation with high interest rates. I don't do that. But as time goes on, you have a chance to... We gotta stop. We gotta take out the. We're gonna, we're gonna take it out. Now it's making women sound like objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stop. Smoke. We're gonna stop. So, but anyways, the point is, if I buy a property when interest rates are high, and I'm only buying property if it's gonna bring me a return. So, I'm not talking about single family owner occupied homes that you're not leasing out or renting out any bedrooms or part of the house. I'm talking about real estate you're buying with the intention of either. Being an investor or renting out part or all of that property. That's what I'm talking about right now. So if you're buying property with interest rates being high and somehow, some way you figure out a way for it to at least pay for itself, take care of itself. I don't even want the money from it. Just take care of yourself right now. And when interest rates drop, I then, because I took care of my credit, because I maintained my credit and my debt to income ratio, now I'm able to refinance into what a lower interest rate with that lower that lower interest rate now i have an opportunity to get more cash flow in and but also what happened during that time especially if you live somewhere like here where interest rates rose interest rates dropped and rent just kept on increasing you know what i'm saying so it's like if rent increased and now your mortgage payment is lower now you have even more money for your pocket because you bought in a high interest rate period where prices were lower because of that less competition okay so definitely and i agree with that like when interest rates are high you know that's that's kind of the natural order of things interest rates are are high then the price for that property definitely decreases so it can kind of even out and people you know still want to buy property but the thing is ad talked about like you know finding a way to keep that property stable that that is a lot in its own. Like he, like he kind of glazed over it to the good times, nah, but I but didn't. the thing is, like within that time, you could be losing money. You know what I'm saying? You're probably in. You probably are losing money depending on how high of a mortgage payment that you're paying. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how long can you weather that storm before it's like, man, this is this is gonna break my back? 
So instead of doing that, why not wait till the interest rates drop a little bit? They they drop those couple of points. Man, that way you can secure yourself in an investment right away that you know you could afford. That's some sissy stuff. Okay. <laughs> because, all right. So back to the example with the woman. <laughs> we going back. Because you just reminded me of something else. All right. So let's say I do meet this girl. And yeah, like I figure out a way like to keep her happy right now. But. If we wait some time, we'll be doing even better in the future. But right now, you're cool with what I'm doing. So what I'm saying is, okay, you buy a property, high interest rates, high mortgage payment, and then you just, uh, you know, you're just chilling at, uh, you know, not as good returns. Not so as so then, once again, once again, this is geared towards investors and geared towards like property owners with the with the um, mindset of. Uh, this being some sort of income producer for them, correct? So for me, that it, most real estate purchases, it doesn't make sense to me. It it doesn't make sense for our everyday person to be buying real estate regularly if it's not for the intention of, you know, renting it or making money off of it. Okay. So that so was then, my philosophy. So then my so, question to you before we get back into this debate is, would you suggest this specific strategy for real estate investors but not people who are looking to own a home and just like live in it so let me tell you why even if you're just looking to buy a home and live in it this is good because one a high interest rate scenario will keep you in check you know so it helps you not bite off more than you can chew and especially if you're a beginner like most of our audience are you're buying property for the first time or maybe your second time you know, you don't want to be buying something that's super high, but because interest rates are low, they convince you that, all right, well, at least you have a low monthly payment, so you can make that. Whereas, like, but you just bought an overpriced asset for the most part. Whereas, if you bought when interest rates are high, there's less competition. Now you have an opportunity to negotiate for a lower price. You have an opportunity to negotiate certain things, or maybe you can negotiate the seller paying your closing costs or the seller uh, giving you money to uh, buy down that interest rate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You th- here, are, Those are opportunities that are abound with uh, less competition. But if everybody wants that property, it's a lot harder to convince the seller of easing on anything. It's a lot harder to negotiate because there's a lot of uh, fish in the pond, so to speak. So, um, yes, I am speaking primarily for people with the intention of investing. But really, uh, I know you've heard this. It's not about timing, not timing, T-I-M-I-N-G. You're not trying to time the market, but it's about time in the market. Okay. So you wait for interest rates to drop. Like the best time to buy real estate was 15 years ago. Right. The second best time is right now. So there's opportunities that you've missed to buy real estate in the past. But the best time to buy is now. How many people have been like afraid to buy real estate in all kinds of periods? But then, you know, years later, it's like, man, I wish I bought real estate when, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) people uh, in the 80s, like real estate, people were buying properties at 10 percent interest rates. You know what I mean? But if they held on to their property, they weren't mad about the 10 percent interest rate because they held the property. And these are people who. We're bu- weren't investing. They're just buying single family homes. So that's why I say, even if you're just buying a property to live in, 
if you can afford the payment, you might as well just get yourself into something. And then uh, let's say uh, you decide you want to move when interest rates drop. Now the value of your home probably went up. If you want to keep that home, you could just rent it out, go buy another property. Or if you needed to sell that home, you can sell that home and now use those proceeds as the down payment for your new home. You know what I mean? So that's my whole reasoning for why it makes sense for not just our investor, but also for just the person trying to own where they live. Okay. So uh, one pushback, one little pushback that I'm going to give you on that is even if you did buy when the interest rates are high and the interest rates did drop and you can then go and renegotiate your your mortgage payment, right? The thing about that, uh, a thing about renegotiating renegotiating mortgage payments is after you do that renegotiation, you start that bad boy back over from the top. You don't necessarily have to. Um, So there's different kinds of refinances. So there's cash out refinance where you like pull money out on that uh, property and then there's also refinance where you just lower the the your monthly payments. Uh-huh. So you don't necessarily have to start all over from zero. So um, I I don't want to say I advise, but for most of us, especially beginners, the only reason it would make sense to cash out refinance is. Uh, again, I don't want to say only I, I have a thing about absolute. <laughs> the main reason why you should cash out refinance is if you're going to use those proceeds and roll it into another asset. Okay. That's to me makes perfect sense all day. Like whether you refinance or get a HELOC, use those funds from that to go buy another property. That's going to bring you money. Right. Um, if you're just cash out refinancing a home that you live in and you're starting your payments all over, I mean, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, maybe you have a specific reason. I don't know. I'm not even a loan expert or mortgage expert. Right. I, you know what I mean? So there could be different purposes or reasons why people do that. That might be a good idea. We need to get a loan expert on the show. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> so I was going to say something. But, uh, yeah, I definitely want to invite someone on the show. Because, uh, you know, we got questions. <laughs> it would be, be helpful to ask a professional so that, you know, maybe we could do a live. Who knows? Right, right, right. But, you know. but anyways, that's my, my thing. Like, say you're pulling this cash out and you are refinancing and you have to start that 30-year mortgage all over again. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, boom. You know, you may have a lower monthly payment, but boom, you have another 30 years to go ahead and, and right, pay right, for right. this asset again. So it's like, man, is that even... Do you even want to do that right now? Like, dig, okay, I got into my investment uh, when the interest rates were high. I'm, 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 I'm like two, three years in, three, four years in, five years in or so. And you're like, okay, I really want to lower my mortgage payment. But boom, back to that 30-year mortgage from the top. You're like, yeah. dang, like, how, like, does that even seem, it's like, is that feasible for me? So I'm like, okay, well, why not just wait till you're able to make those payments? You you wait till the interest rates drop enough to where you feel comfortable. Like, okay, yeah, I can make these monthly payments and feel good for doing this for 30 years. Or if you velocity bake, check the check our past episodes. Right. <laughs> um, but I feel comfortable here and I can knock these out. You know what I mean? You know, so, okay. One thing I think is that if you're buying property when interest rates are low, there's a good chance that you're buying at the top of the market, okay. which means you don't get to take that ride of appreciation. 
if you're buying when uh, there's blood in the streets and a lot of people don't want to buy property, that means eventually the tides are going to turn and people do want to buy property. Mm -hmm. And then you just get to sit on the roller coaster and ride that sucker all the way for to that appreciation. Mm -hmm. But if I'm already buying up here, then I have to take the dip and then still wait for it to come back up. You know what I'm saying? Where I could just buy at the dip or I can even buy on the way down. At least I have less of a journey to go before that return starts to kick in. Okay. So that's my whole thing where, uh, so I don't want to confuse this. I don't think you should only buy when interest rates are high. And I don't even know if I necessarily say it's better to buy when interest rates are high. My whole thing is don't let high interest rates stop you from being able to get into a property and start securing your future. Okay. That's my biggest thing. That's the biggest takeaway I have for anybody listening. Don't let uh, the fear of what the media is saying or high interest rates, the real estate market, this is going to crash, it's going to this, like listening to all of that and then only waiting until everybody decides it's ideal to buy real estate. That's going to have you buying in inflationary period. <laughs> uh, that's going to have you buying uh, overpriced assets, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's the part where it really starts to screw up people. And if you're an everyday person or a beginning investor, that's, you know, that's a hit that if you don't have to take it, why would you take that? Okay. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> we're debating this, but to be honest, I feel I feel impartial to buying when the interest rates are low or high because it all depends on the strategy that you have, right? Exactly. And, as AD says, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you buy knowing that, pretty much knowing your strategy, knowing that you're buying this where it's not at its highest appraised value, or you know that it can appraise for more in the future, maybe buying it when interest rates are high is fine because you know that, you know, once this property appreciates, you can pull the cash out and do whatever you want with it or roll into another investment or, you know, whatever you want as long as you have a strategy for it. So I think that's. The key that you should get out, but I know that I won the debate. Just go ahead and say, say what you got. It. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though, because it gives uh, everybody more stuff to think about where, like, okay, do I want to wait till interest rates are low? Or maybe you're thinking, you know, it is a better idea for me to wait till interest rates are low. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if there's a one size fits all for everybody, but definitely think about it when you're considering yourself and your situation and circumstance. Okay, guys, yo, so AD's got our B for today. Hey, and the B for today is going to be be flexible. So when I say be flexible, what I'm trying to say is let's not be stuck to these high interest rates, low interest rates. Uh, market's going to crash. Market's not going to crash. It, when I say be flexible, I'm saying like more so don't let that stuff be the deciding factor of if or when you're going to invest. How let the deal be the deciding factor. If the deal makes sense in a high interest rate environment, then it's a good deal. If it doesn't make sense in a high interest rate environment, then it's not a good deal and so on and so forth. But don't let interest rates or fear of a market crash. Don't let that stuff uh, scare you as much. Just be trying to buy property smart. Uh, you know what I mean? Like smart ways that, you know, you can always be covered. Yeah, uh, and I 100% agree with that, guys. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe. Um, but AD pretty much covered that, guys. Be flexible, be you, and be a comic. Stay up. Uncommon State of Mind was hosted by my best friend, Joey, and myself, AD. 
Two guys who started at the back of the queue in real estate. And now we want to give back by showing others the way to get in through the front door. Feeling inspired and looking to get your investment portfolio up and running so you can join the party in style? Hit us up at info at uncommonestateofmind.com and we can start talking. If you enjoy the show, please spread the word and show some love in the ratings so we could climb those charts together. Until next time, be uncommon. Uncommon.